Welcome to Stewardology, a podcast where two worlds collide. In this show, financial advisor Tim Russell and Reverend Drew Geisey come together to explore the intersection of financial stewardship and theology. Their unique perspectives help Christians and churches understand and apply a biblical framework for everyday financial decisions so Christians everywhere can improve and strengthen their walk with Christ through biblical stewardship. Before we get started, we just wanted you to know that the topics discussed in this podcast are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific investment advice or recommendations. Investing and investment strategies involve risk, including the potential loss of principal. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Securities and advisory services are offered through Genios Wealth Management, member FINRA and CIPIC. Without further ado, here are your hosts, Tim Russell and Drew Geisey. I'm Tim Russell. And I'm Pastor Drew Geisey. And we welcome you to another fun, exciting, adventurous episode of The, the Stewardology Podcast. All right. Well, before we get started in today's episode, we want to just give you a couple quick reminders. Uh, first of all, you can share your questions with us at stewardologypodcast.com forward slash ideas. This is so helpful to give us the ideas and questions that are rolling through your mind so that we can address and be able to give you our answer to whatever you're you're thinking about or wondering about. In addition to that, make sure that your finances are on track. Go get your free personal stewardship review by going to stewardologypodcast.com forward slash review. This is a no obligation, no sales pitch. We want to help you be a better steward kind of a meeting. All right. With that out of the way, Drew, over to you. We want to talk about today, don't waste your retirement. I love this phrase from John Piper in his book, Rethinking Retirement. Finishing life to the glory of Christ means finishing life in a way that makes Christ look glorious. What a great opening, great phrase from John Piper's book. And in this statement that he has, he's exemplifying what the scriptures are stating in Psalm 71, verse 18, which says, "'Even when I am old and gray, do not forsake me, O God,' Till I declare your power to the next generation, your might to all who are to come. Mm. What a countercultural statement that is from the psalmist. In light of today's generational believers, the passion of the psalmist is wanting to declare the power, God's power, to the next generation, even when they are old and gray. Well, that's not what we're seeing in this normal Americanized view of the latter years or retirement years. Yeah. When I talked to older folks when I was younger, uh, I, sadly, did not hear about the wonders and the power of God in the past. I heard about their achy joints and their surgeries and their diagnoses. Uh, Guys, those of you who are listening to this episode, I encourage you, I admonish you. Share with the younger generations the beauty, the power, and the glory of God. Amen. Not just about the achy joints and problems that we struggle with. You can share them, but don't forget the other stuff, too. Yeah, make sure we're sharing more of the other stuff than than that. Amen. And today's episode, we want to get you to think specifically about retirement, no matter what your age is. The psalmist speaks to the passion and the drive of this one using their latter years to serve the Lord. 
And that is what we should be thinking about, what we should be processing and prayerfully considering in your own life now for what those years are going to look like. So we're going to jump right into this episode titled, Don't Waste Your Retirement, and begin our thinking. So let's look at some of the things that we've talked about, and we've kind of touched on some in some previous episodes, but we're going to dive a little bit deeper in here. So let's first, Tim, let's talk about the purpose of work. We had a couple episodes about that, didn't we? Yeah. Episode 46, we talked about Adam was called to work, and we discussed the actual purpose of work is not punishment. Work is not yeah. part of the curse. Work happened before sin entered the world. Work was part of God's good purpose in creation. Number two is we have episode 102, how can I glorify God through my work? And again, there we talk about understanding that whatever we do, as we choose to do it with you know, we do it unto the Lord. We give With him the heart. glory for it. Yes. Whatever we do, do all to the glory of God. But here is one key that we need to think about with regard to our work or our vocation, right? And it's our vocation, our calling. We are called to do something. We're called into the work that God has given us. Your job could change from Year to year, from time to time, people change jobs. That's fine. Uh, we may go from one area of work to another open door, uh, but we recognize that it's God who gives us our abilities. It's God who gives us our talents, and we are called to serve him with those talents. But as believers in our work, our vocation, it may change through our lifetime. But our calling doesn't change, and we always, if God has called us to serve him wherever we are, then we ought to continue to serve in those retirement slash redeployment years, as we see here from the words of the psalmist in our opening. And it continues our calling through those sunset years, if not until that day that we have that glorious graduation day unto the Lord himself. So with that in mind, let's process some important questions. And the first question I want us to look at is, what am I retiring to or for? We already talked about that in our previous episode. We kind of tapped into it. But Tim, let's let's talk about that with maybe a little bit more depth. Well, yeah, we we talked about um, things that retirement's not good for, like not a good way to view or think about retirement. It's just doing nothing, laziness ease, sloth, um, storing up treasures on earth and overspending, just indulging in ourselves. These are bad ways of looking about retirement, thinking about retirement. But on the flip side, there are some good ways of viewing retirement, the good things that we can do with our retirement. So like service, serving others with our time and our talents. How about generosity? We can uh, be able to have more disposable income in these years that we can direct towards kingdom purposes. And in both of these ways, we're doing number three, storing up treasures in heaven, not simply something that you do in retirement, right? You you can do this storing up treasures all the time throughout your entire career, but during retirement, you have more time that you can dedicate your your mind, your talents, your skills, and your treasures to to building the kingdom of God and thus storing up treasures in heaven. And then another thing I want to add to that is leaving that legacy to your kids and your grandkids. What is it that your family is going to remember you by or for? 
is your legacy in the golden years going to be looking at, well, you had these great shiny golf clubs and you just enjoyed being out on the course four, five, six, seven days a week? Or is it going to be your passion for the Lord and his work and his and serving in his church? And maybe as the psalmist says, reaching the next generation with the gospel of Christ. Mm. Which doesn't simply mean you're working all the time. No. You know what that means? That spending time with your kids and grandkids in retirement can be gospel work. Amen. Like being available, not being on your phone, not being busy all the time and just being present and being an encouragement in the life of your kids is kingdom building. Amen. Relationship building. Yeah. And you said something important, Tim, not being on your phone. Uh, I'm, I'm blessed. I have a granddaughter. She's not quite two years old right now. Rarely will she see me with a phone in my hand. If I do, it's we're taking a picture of the two of us. Uh, other than that, we're doing something together, and it's we're 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 investing. I'm investing time into her, so I think that's an important thing that we need to do. But Tim, why should I retire? Hmm. Why should I slow down? <laughs> well, we we need to. We're getting older. Yeah. Well, you know, some retirement sometimes is forced upon us. Our bodies slow down, uh, they break down, we may not be able to do the kind of work that we did when we were younger, Yeah, on into our 60s and beyond. Mm -hmm. Therefore, we're forced physically to take a step back and retire. I would argue that is a good and legitimate reason to, to head into some form of retirement uh, because you just physically can't do it. God has closed that door of your service in that particular method and means. We can also talk about, um, you know, you speak to anyone out there in their late 50s into their 70s, and they'll most likely tell you that what they used to do in their 20s and 30s would not really be practical today, right? Their, their yeah. bodies just aren't able to to stand up to the use and abuse that they've had over the years. Yeah. So there's your body's just wearing out. God knows about this, right? He even wrote about it in scripture. Numbers chapter eight talks about the the priests would essentially have to retire after a certain period of time. When they get to age 50, they would retire from the regular service so that they could assist younger priests. Again, that is a good way of looking or thinking about retirement. I can't hack it anymore physically. Well, fine, step aside and be a mentor to the next generation. Help serve them, help them grow in maturity and wisdom so that they're able to excel in what they do. Yeah, and it's not actually retirement, what we see there in the book of Numbers chapter 8. It's just a readjustment in their work. Redeployment. Redeployment is the key word there. And I think that's very important. They're not doing the heavy lifting anymore that that they once did, and but they are coming alongside those that are younger that can do that heavy la lifting. Uh, I don't know about you, but many times I have connected with the older generation, and they have helped me out doing something better today, doing it right the first time. And I like that because they bring about a greater wisdom and understanding because they've been there. So that's a very important piece. But let's take a look at our second key area, 
and that is planning for a Christian retirement or redeployment. We talked about this in episode number 28 about rethinking retirement, and we want to reprocess some of the thoughts of that episode. We encourage you to go back and listen to it. But one of the things that we said there was to put to put it into a good and right perspective of what retirement is according to the scriptures, uh, the theologyofwork.org said it best. The purpose was not to remove productive workers from service, but to redirect their service in a more mature direction. I like that. That's good. Given the conditions of their occupation. After retirement, they should still assist their brothers in the tent of meeting in carrying out their duties, as we see in Numbers 8.26. Sometimes, some faculties judgment, wisdom, and insight perhaps may actually improve with increasing age. By assisting their brothers, their older Levites, they transition to different ways of serving their communities. They're still serving. They're doing things differently. And that's one of the key ways that one should process this upcoming uh, retirement, redeployment plan for them. Nowhere in scripture do we see those pink flamingo shorts and those new golf clubs. What we do see here in the scriptures is continued service, but in a different and even in a new way. But sadly, that approach in the retirement years, it comes to them haphazardly. There's not a plan for for many. Their talent, their resources, to be able to use them in a mature and God-honoring way usually fades. What does happen is after the euphoria of not having to work, it kind of wears off within weeks or months, and there's a time when the retiree may feel depressed when they get to that stage. If they're not too steeped into the into that depression, the individual usually then reassesses what they're doing or the lack thereof, and they come up with a new game plan. They either go back to work part-time or doing something, some type of volunteering. I know that my mother-in-law actually did that, where she she wound up volunteering in multiple different locations as a school librarian. Uh, I think she was at the hospital for a period of a time. And now she's in her 80s. And she is so busy today doing all these volunteering, reading the kids at the local library and, and uh, working at a bookshop. It's just exciting to see that those that have such great wisdom and understanding and care that they can pour into this next generation and be able to do that. I, I even think of my dad, who's still alive into his late 80s. And he is still working as a part-time pharmacist. Why? Number one, he loves pharmacy. And number two is the people that work with him, they want him around because he brings a wealth of pharmaceutical knowledge that they're not really teaching in the schools today. He came back from the old school where they would mix the medicine and pour it into the capsules and understand all the all the nuances of it. So there's a lot of things that are there, and especially if someone has 40, 50, 60 years of knowing an industry, what a great value that can be for those of the younger generation. Tim, 
I'm sure you can share with our listeners some of your initial thoughts that you have about your retirement, about your redeployment years. What would you, as of now, like to do in those sunset years? Ah, golfing every day, pink flamingo shorts. <laughs> you are so bad. <laughs> um, I, I have a hard time thinking about retirement for myself. Um, I love to travel. And in fact, uh, just yesterday, I got off the plane from, from Turkey. His eyes are wide open right now. Just let you know. They are. They, they are, are wide open. At three o'clock this morning, they were wide open. Um, <laughs> so so I, I would love to be able to have a retirement, which I'm, I'm able to travel to missionaries around the world to encourage them in the work that they're doing and possibly even help in some of the ministry and some of the work over there. I think that would be something that would be uh, a good use of the the time, the skills, the energy that God has given. And my wife and I are, are both, I think, in one mind on on that idea. Of course, we want to be able to spend time with our kids and grandkids, but we had our kids young enough that we'll have grandkids and our grandkids will start to get old. Uh, you know, older than those those really young years. By the time we would want to um, maybe pull up stakes and serve around the world. So, Drew, how about you? What What do you think about retirement? What does it look like for you? That's a That's a great question, and I'm a lot closer to it than what you are, Tim. And I've had some time to kind of process it. I want to actively still be involved in kingdom work. It's been my heartbeat for over 30 years or 30 years of being a pastor and even the years of being with Life Institute, I want to continue that kingdom building work. Uh, I know I'm going to slow down a little bit someday. Uh, My wife, she constantly rubs my back and checks to see whether the battery, that Energizer battery needs to be replaced in my back. Most of the time she says it doesn't, but uh, it depends on the day. I feel it at times. But my goal is really to serve my local church in any way, shape, or form that I can. And the local church as a whole, uh, I love to be able to to give a pastor a break in preaching and teaching, and if I can help them out in that way. But part of my—one of my dreams is also, since I love tinkering and working with cars and anything with engines, is to be a blessing. I actually just told it to my pastor, Pastor Josh. I just told it to him just uh, last week. I told him, I said, you know, when I get to that point of slowing down— uh, I have a garage built out to be able to be a blessing to widows, widowers, single moms, single dads, elderly people. If they need uh, some work done on their car, I want to be able to jump in there as long as it's very basic, not major engine overhauls or transmission replacements. I have the tools and the talent, and I can even pull in a friend or two if need be to be able to be a blessing to somebody and uh, just allow them to even use their money wisely and get the parts that they need and maybe pour a little bit more in the kingdom work. Mm. So I want to serve with my hands. I want to serve with my heart and my mind. Uh, And that's what I want to do. And then also you mentioned, Tim, kids and grandkids. We we talked about in our previous episode, uh, leaving a legacy. And I want my kids and my grandkids to know that first and foremost that their their grandfather, that their dad just loved the Lord and was willing to do whatever he could for them. But not just love the Lord, but love them enough to tell them and model Christ before them. Hmm. Lovely. So um, one thing that I'd like for you to do as our listener is 
tell us what your ideas about retirement are. You, you'll go to our Facebook page, and I would encourage you, first of all, like us on Facebook so you see these in your feeds. But answer the question that we'll have there saying, what does retirement mean to you. And feel free to share your ideas with us. You can do a video response or you can type something in. We'd love to interact with you on that. Now to wrap up our time together, as you think about your final days upon this earth, plan them out. Process today what you what you think you would like them to look like those latter days, specifically how you can use your time, your talents, and your treasures unto the Lord's work. We can honor the Lord in our retirement planning as well as how we live out those retirement years. And I pray that you, our listeners, look forward to hearing this next phrase as much as I look forward to it, to hearing it that one day. And it's not just about my younger working days, but as I think about this phrase, I think about it like today. What what am I doing today and also in my retirement years? Matthew 25, verse 21 says this, Well done, good and faithful servant. You are faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. Well, thank you for joining us on this episode of the Stewartology Podcast. Share with us your show ideas. We mentioned that at the beginning. Go to stewartologypodcast.com forward slash ideas. Make sure you like and review our podcast in your podcast catcher so others can find us. And you can find links to all of the episodes we've talked about and all sorts of additional helpful information by checking out the show notes and go into our website, stewardologypodcast.com. All right. Until next time, may God richly bless you. And remember, do all, even retirement, for the glory of God. Amen. Thank you for joining us on the Stewardology Podcast, where financial stewardship and theology meet. We'd like to help you take your next steps in biblical financial stewardship. First, subscribe in your podcast provider to get the newest episode delivered to you every week. Next, follow us on social media and visit our website at stewardologypodcast.com. There you can find our social media links and our entire episode archive. Remember, Some trust in chariots and some trust in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord our God. See you next week on the Stewardology Podcast. Securities and advisory services offered through Genios Wealth Management, member FINRA and SIPC.